The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. A leper came to Jesus, kneeling down, begged him, and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, and said to him, I do will it, be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then warning him sternly, Jesus dismissed him at once and said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go show yourself to the priests and offer for your sacrifice what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter into a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and the people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In your programs, you will find our prayers for the novena. So if you would pray with me. O Immaculate Virgin Mary, Mother of Mercy, you are the refuge of sinners, the health of the sick, and the comfort of the afflicted. You know my wants, my troubles, and my sufferings. By your appearance at the Grotto of Lourdes, you made it a privileged sanctuary where your favors are given to people streaming to it from the whole world. Over the years, countless sufferers have obtained the cure for their infirmities, whether of soul, mind, or body. Therefore, I come to you with St. Jude as my patron to implore your motherly intercession. Obtain, O loving mother, the grant of my request. Through gratitude for your favors, I will endeavor to imitate your virtue, that I may one day share in your glory. Saint Jude, glorious apostle, faithful servant and friend of Jesus, the name of the traitor has caused you to be forgotten by many, but the church honors and invokes you universally. As the patron of difficult and desperate cases, pray for me who am in need of God's mercy. Make use, I implore you, of that particular privilege accorded to you to bring visible and speedy help where help was almost despaired of. Come to my assistance in this great need, that I may receive the consolation and the help of heaven in all my necessities, tribulations, and sufferings, particularly and that I may praise God with you 
and all the elect throughout all eternity. I promise you, O blessed Jude, to be ever mindful of this great favor. I will honor you as my special and powerful patron and encourage devotion to you. Saint Jude, pray for us and for all who honor and invoke thy name. Amen. A preacher, a, a leper, well, maybe a preacher too. A leper approached Jesus. And if you wish, he said, you can make me clean. This is not a request, but a statement. It is an act of faith, but it also seems to be a challenge, something so daring. The man, according to St. Mark, virtually hurls himself at Jesus, is not only suffering from a particularly horrible and infectious disease, but in the law of Moses, he is ritually unclean. Symbolically, he represents in himself the consequences of sin. And Leviticus is so clear. The one who has the disease shall wear torn clothes and let their, their hair hang loose, and shall cover his lip and cry, unclean, unclean. It wasn't seen as a punishment for sin. It was understood as an inexplicable act of God, which made it all the more frightening. It was their pain, their loneliness, their unspeakable fear that no one wanted to catch and so they were kept at a distance, barred from the religious community, unfit to join others for worship. St. Mark goes on to tell us the regrettable consequences for Jesus in this miracle, because after this, he could no longer go openly into any town. Of all the evangelists, St. Mark tells us why Jesus acted the way he did. He was moved with pity or compassion. And out of that compassion comes the most wonderful gesture, utterly astounding in the circumstances. And for all of us here, it becomes an endlessly consoling source of our own meditation. Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him. And I can imagine the stunned silence, that sudden intake of breath by everyone who was looking at him. Because Jesus had done what the law prescribed that he could not do. He deliberately touched a leper. I will do it. Be made clean. And once again, Jesus confirmed that he could heal with a word or with a touch because he bears within himself the power of God. And he also accepted that challenge from the leper because unlike any man that had ever been, Jesus himself was not made unclean by this touch. And in that moment, instead, he conferred cleanliness. That is holiness righteous with God. 
There is no of course about it. No less as in Jesus' time, there are still people who suffer from countless diseases and afflictions of every sort. With the leper of today's gospel, we rightly approach Jesus, my brothers and sisters. We approach him with faith and great hope. We ask for his help in big things and in small, knowing that he has the power to help and to heal us. But there are times, along with the leper, that we add those words, if you wish. And we accept it sometimes, and quite often. But it's not his will most times that we ask for. So what is God's will for us? What is his wish for us? And our faith tells us that the single motive behind God's will is his love, infinite, divine love, for God is love himself. Thy will be done, we say and we pray, and if God's will is done in us, then indeed it can only be for our own good. God's ultimate will for all of us, that we might be found in Jesus Christ our Lord, that we share his divine sonship, that we inherit God's Trinitarian life. Sometimes then, that blessing also means that we share in his death and in his resurrection. And common sense tells us or suggests that normally we don't encounter God's love in its fullness unless we first have experienced being desperately in need and helpless and wounded. Moved with pity, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched the leper. Through the humanity of Jesus, God has reached out his hand and touched us. And through the sacred heart of Jesus especially, that heart that was pierced with the land, we have immediate access to the infinite and eternal love of God. And that outstretched hand of Christ continues to touch us in our daily lives. And above all and most directly, we meet that touch in the church in sacramental absolution and in the Holy Eucharist, but we also meet it in so many other ways in our own prayers, in our holy reading of scripture, in our prayers to our blessed mother and the saints, and in other people that God has so generously placed in our lives. And sometimes we too may find ourselves used as those instruments that bring that touch to other people. For nine days, we have been coming around Our Lady of Lourdes to celebrate that 166 years ago, God's touch was expressed by an apparition by our mother to St. Bernadette. And today, we celebrate her feast day he, she, who is the clear personification of the compassion of God. People go to the Lord's to be converted, 
and they find that their prayers flow as easily as that stream that emerged when St. Bernadette scratched the gravel at the request of our Blessed Mother. People go to the waters to bathe for wholeness, and they experience again the touch of God, the blessing of Mary directly. Our Lady of Lourdes points us, as does our Blessed Mother, firmly in the direction of heaven that we might come away consoled and refreshed. I'd like to think that in appearing at Lourdes, our Blessed Mother was fulfilling the dying wishes of Christ. When he entrusted her to be the mother of the living, woman, behold your son. Woman, these, the sick, the blind, and the deaf, the physically challenged, those who suffer in mind and heart, these are your children. And at the same time, at that apparition of our Blessed Mother at Lourdes, we're encouraged to remember that Jesus also said from the cross, Son, behold your mother. Son, they have no health, no strength, no courage, no confidence, no hope. And so for nine days, we gathered to pray for those who were here, for all of you, our parish, a nine-day pilgrimage, if you will, seeking help once again from our Blessed Mother, coming in joy and in hope to thank her, yes, for prayers already granted, bringing our heart heartfelt thoughts, our petitions, our needs for so many others that couldn't be with us praying not only for ourselves, but for those physically sick, spiritually sick, emotionally wounded, and otherwise in need. We gathered because we were drawn to her gaze and into her comforting arms. And as I have said, and what I ask you to remember, is that while we bring our petitions and our needs to our Blessed Mother, she will always ask something from each of us to grow in our faith, to deepen our relationship with her son, Jesus. If you wish, you can make me clean, said the leper. I will do it. Be clean, that's what Jesus responds. And I ask, touch and cleanse my heart, Lord, and make it your own. Touch and cleanse my mind that I might be comforted in your mind, conformed to your mind. Touch and cleanse my whole life that I may ever be more open to receive your word and your love and to give it back, now and forever. Amen.